0: Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message from our special guest. So I I want to speak about purpose today. You know that we are created for a purpose. Say together with me, we are created for a purpose. One, two, three. We are created for a purpose. You know, sometimes uh, we we don't realize that the way God put us into situation in the time such like this because God want to reveal his purpose to us, amen? You know, and if you notice that every time, every one of us, when we receive the purpose of God, we thought you realize we are chosen by God and because we are chosen, we are blessed by God, amen? We, we are blessed with everything that we have, the family, the talents, the creativity that God has put in our our heart. We are chosen, we are blessed, but sometimes, a lot of times, a lot of us, we are broken by God, you know? Sometimes we know God's purpose in our life, and we know God's, uh, that God bless us, but during the process, sometimes we experience brokenness. How many of you have experienced that brokenness? Amen? Amen. Yeah. But sometimes some people, they don't, they cannot hold on to the promise of God. Because after the brokenness part, we know that God will send us to be a blessing for many people. Amen. So before I show you the, the word of God from Ephesians 2, verse uh, 8 to uh, verse 11, you know, uh, Mark Twain and William Berkeley have ever said this in the quotation that, you know, they there are two most important days in our life. The first, the day when we are born. And the second one is the day we discover why. Amen? So the day could be today. But you know what? The word of God says from Ephesians 2, verse 10, for we are his workmanship. You know, when God created Adam and Eve, God say, God blessed them. And then God say, be fruitful and multiply. God created us for a purpose. But you know what? Because of sin, because of sin, the human being, they got distracted. Move away from God's purpose. But just because you are falling to sin, doesn't mean that, that God take away all the creativity, all the purpose of God in their life. Amen? God still bless them. The problem is, the purpose of human being, they go straight from to glorify God, they want to glorify themselves. That's why a lot of uh, the new culture, like uh, New Age, hedonism, everything, they want to glorify and find God's purpose. So so many times we hear about the purpose is find out your dream, find your purpose. But the correct one is, find God's purpose in your life, amen? (laughs) So many times we think that the purpose is belong to us. The talents belong to us. But yes, the word of God said that you are his workmanship. You are his own. The word of God said you are his own masterwork, A work of art. Tell your neighbor, you are God's workmanship. Tell your neighbor, you are God's workman. You are his workmanship. His own masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, the word of God, renewed, ready to be used for good works. Said good works, good works, the good works which God has prepared for us beforehand, taking path which He set, so that we would walk in them living a good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. The question is, do you know or are we ready? Are we ready for good works which God prepared for us? So many of us don't know that, uh, you know God's purpose, but the whole life you're just finding God's purpose. Lord, what is your purpose? What is your purpose? But you know, the question is not, whether you have the purpose. You already have. God already prearranges for you. So the question, are you ready for God's work that God has prepared for you? This is a question that I want everybody to know, and you don't have to answer now, but today I want to bring you to journey. Why God Created us, and why God put sense of purpose, divine purpose, in your life? Because the Matthew five, verse thirteen, say, "Let me tell you why you are here. Let me tell you, you are why you are here. You are here to be salt, seasoning that brings out the God's fr- flavor of this earth." Amen. <laughs> That's the word of God. Not all of you will be called to be a pastor or speak in this altar, but you know, the the word of God say that you are here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavor of this earth. And the word of God say if you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You have lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Don't tell your neighbor. (laughs) You are not supposed to be in the garbage because God want to use you to, be, to express God's flavor in this earth, amen? <laughs> whatever your profession, whatever you are right now, maybe your father, your mother, your husband, your wife, you are in the marketplace, you are in the politics, you are in the education, whatever. God wants you to show self seasoning God flavors on this earth. That's why you are here on earth. And then even more, say, here's another way to put it. Here's the other way to put it. You are here to be light. You are here to be light. Bringing out God's colors in the world. God is not secret to be kept. We are going public with this as public as City on the hill. If I make you light Paris, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now I've put you there on a hilltop and a light stand. Shine, keep open house Be generous with your lives That's the word of God This is Jesus himself say Shine, keep open house Don't hide your talents Don't hide your creativity You are here for a purpose And then be generous with your life Say together with me Be generous with your life One, two, three Be generous with your life That's Jesus himself Be generous with your life By opening up for others, you will prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. God, Jesus himself said, when you are here, you are generous. You open your life for others. Through you, others will see Jesus in your life. Amen. (laughs) You are the only, maybe, in your workplace, in your city, in your nation, maybe, you are the only Jesus That people can see you are God's representative. God wants to use you mightily. You have a purpose to be salt and light in the world. Be generous with your life. You know, but sometimes people think that the purpose is something that you have to find because only God, uh, because God only have one purpose. You know, some people think that the purpose of God related to your profession. But if you look at the Bible, uh, can you see uh, the next slide? You know, many people hear that God choose them, God bless them. For example, like Joseph, you know, God choose him. God chose him, Joseph, and God bless him with all the beauty, uh, love from the Father. You know, his workmanship. You know, Joseph. Sorry, Moses. Uh, Joseph or Moses. <laughs> uh, that Joseph, not Prince of Egypt. Uh, different. The workmanship that Joseph is to be. Uh, Joseph at that moment, you know, he's, the, he's not Prince of Egypt, but he's the, uh, the, you know, the price of the king at that moment. In Indonesia, I call it mangkubumi, but sorry for the translation here. It's uh, not the prince of age. But Joseph, you know, the calling is the logistic, managing life of the nation. That's the real purpose. That's why sometimes we are broken by God. During brokenness, we think that God doing something wrong in our life. Not with Joseph. Even in the prison, Joseph, Joseph shine. And keep his life. Be generous with his life. Because the calling of God for Joseph is for managing life of the nation. Amen? That's Joseph. How about Moses? Moses is the prince of Egypt. Expert expert in the law and uh, state administration. You know, but the work... God has prepared to be the liberator of Israel, author of the law. You know, many laws right now uh, depend on the 10 commandments which is created uh, and written by Moses right now. But, you know, during that time, you know, Moses chosen by God. And Moses, at that moment, blessed with the best education because God has a purpose for Moses. Amen. <laughs> How about David? He's a shepherd, musician. But you know, God works to be king of Israel, author of the most psalms. Esther, beauty king, don't be guilty just because you're beautiful, amen? <laughs> because God can use you to be what? You know, save the whole Jewish nation from genocide at that moment. You know, God can use you. You know, uh, there's, you know, your role can be shifting, can be shifting, during this season, your role, but the calling of God and purpose of God is still there for you. Amen. <laughs> Don't give up during brokenness when God uh, allow you to uh, in the difficulties because, like Daniel, his woman, he's blessed with all the intellectual, but God work prepare for king advisor because of him. You know, even in the fire. Daniel in the, in the, the lion den and his friend in the, uh, in the fire, God still bless them. They still stand firm because God has a purpose. Paul, 10 maker. But the purpose workmanship, missionary, writer of 13 books in the New Testament, and Peter from fisher Man become pastor, fisher of man. You know, we can see the way God really worked. And today I want to talk to you about Moses, you know. Let's open the book of Exodus 3. This is Exodus 3. Now, Moses was standing the flock of Jethro. You know what, one of the movie I really like from Disney, you know, is Lion King. How many of you have watched Lion King? Yeah, how many of love it, you know. The first Lion King I, I watched when I, I think in 1991. You know in my family as a children I was not allowed to watch movie you know <laughs> I don't know if ICC are you allowed to watch movie here <laughs> all right <laughs> how about i <IMG? laughs> so in 1991 you know me and my cousin we thought of my parents know I was Lion King and I love Lion King because I learned the leadership from Lion King, you know, about circle of life. You have to maintain the balance of circle of life. (laughs) But there's a song in the Lion King uh, that I remember. I can't wait to be king. (laughs) You know, because that's the first time Simba got revelation that he will be the next king. But you know, sometimes you need to be broken Because you need to experience, because just because you know God's purpose doesn't mean you have to be king tomorrow, amen? (laughs) God allow you to do the process. That's happened with Moses. You know, Moses know the calling of God to be the deliverer of the Israelites, but you know, he tried, he tried to help God. He wants to be the deliverer tomorrow. And then, you know, he was caught killing one of the four men of the, uh, the Egyptian at that moment. You know, from the one of Israelites blessed by the Pharaoh's wife to, to get the education, blessed to live in Egypt at that moment he has to go back to Midian and work for the father-in-law. That's Moses. Because, you know, he tried to get with his strength to fulfill his own purpose in life. That's Moses at uh, uh, Exodus 3. Now Moses was standing the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back of the desert. And came to Horeb, the mountain of God, and the angel of God, angel of the Lord, appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire. The bush was not consumed. And Moses then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. You know, at that moment, Moses, alone with God. You know, how you got the purpose of God? I believe from the series of encounter with God, when you're alone with God. You know, during this corporate gathering, it's easy to incorporate worship that you know God, that you go strong with God. But you know, when you want to know God's purpose in your life, there's a moment, serious encounter f- with God, when you are alone with God. Amen. You no, know, even my life, I share to you a lot of encounters that I experience. Even though I I grew up in a Christian family, but you know, the fact that I'm here as I'm here right now, because I've experienced personal encounter with God so many, many times. The burning bush experience, you know. Some people think that only one encounter is enough. Yes, it's enough. But in order to know you're aligned with God, this purpose in your life, you have to know a lot of encountering with God. You know, retreat is one time. Retreat is one way for you to get encounter with God. Amen. <laughs> I remember the first time my encounter with God was when I was like 12 years old. I, I think I was sixth grade in my, my room. Uh, uh, I think uh, at that moment when I just play guitar, I just sing a simple song. Jesus, how I love you. I love you. That's God revealed the purpose of God. During alone with God, God really speak to me. But that's not That's not enough. I, I remember when I was like 17 years old, when I was like 23 years old, and many times, personal encounter with God. You know, every day you have devotional, but you know, in some every now and then, God wants to refill the purpose of God more and more upon your life. Amen. That's Moses. And then what happened during the burning bush experience? The Lord, verse seven, the Lord said, I have surely Seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmaster. For I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptian and to bring them from that land to good large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaan. Canaanites and the Hiltites and the Amorites and the Pharistites and the Hiphites and the Jebusites and now therefore behold the cry of the children of Israel has come to me and I have also seen the operation in which Egyptians oppress them. Come now therefore and I will send you to the Pharaoh that you may bring the people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. You know During the time alone with God, God revealed his purpose to Moses. This is not the first time. I think before that, Moses really know in his heart about the purpose and calling because he was chosen, he was blessed with so many education in Egypt. But during the burning bush experience, Moses got revelation that the fact that he is here you know, it used to be he thought, he think that God's purpose is my purpose. God's dream is my dream. I have to fulfill my dream. I cannot wait to be the deliverer of, Israel, uh, of Israelites. I have to use my own strength to, to attack the Egyptians at that moment. But during alone with God, God showed that, you know, the purpose of God It's really, it's not your purpose, it's not your dream, you know. The reason you are here, the reason I bless you for so many things, because I hear the cry of the people there. Because I hear the cry of many people, and I want to deliver them, but I want to use you. That's the revelation when you encounter with God, God reveal you. That's why sometimes, you know, during the brokenness, it's not easy for us. But during the, the, uh, the time alone, encounter with God, God reveals the more, deeper and deeper about God's purpose. So at that moment, Moses just realized, it's not just, why am I here for? But really, God revealed to him, whom am I here for? Amen. You are the answer for the people in the world. The fact you are here because God wants to answer. God wants to deliver some people. And God wants to use you here. Amen. That's why calling is not really your calling. The dream is not really your dream. The purpose is not really belong to you. But it's God's dream. God's purpose. And you want to say yes to God. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Say yes to God. Because it's your calling. That's why you know so many people during that time... They think that this is my purpose, this is my dream, I have to fulfill. No, it's God's dream. God want to use you. That's why nothing to be bossed off because God really put you in a such time like that. this. You are the answer. Whom am I here for? That's a really question. Many people don't ask God, During the blessing time, and why, Lord, you bless me, but during difficulties, why me, why me, and why me, you know? You know? But you know, when you are blessed, you are in the position of God's purpose calling in your life, you know, you should ask, why? Whom should I bless? Because really, you are blessed to be blessing for many people. Amen? It's not only to be a pastor. Some of you, God is really calling you in the marketplace, in the IT industry, in the educational, in the politics industry, in food and beverage, in the hospitality, and you know, the really question is, why God wants to put you? Whom can you blessing for many? Whom am I here for? Every now and then, when you encounter with God, God will reveal, really, God's really purpose and dream. Upon your life. Alone with God, encounter with God, then honest with God. You know, it's not easy because if it's your dream is limited, God's dream and purpose unlimited. Amen? <laughs> unlimited. So you cannot see just with your physical eyes. That's why when God revealed, The really purpose of Moses, the first question, you know, when Moses honest with God, and you know, but Moses said to God, verse eleven, "Who am I?" Many of us, "Who am I, Lord?" If you say it in the humble way, yes, "Who am I, Lord?" But some people really feel inferior, and say, who am I, Lord? Who am I, Lord? I'm not worthy. Yes, but really, God wants to use you. Amen. God wants to use you, that I should go to Pharaoh, that I should bring the children of Israel in Egypt fears concerning of himself. That's the second first question. Second question, Moses, verse 13, When Moses said to God, indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, the God of your father has sent me to you, and they say to me, what is in your name? What shall I say to them? That's the question. It's normal and really human, asking for questions, first concerning God and his character. Yesterday during the leadership training, I shared to the leaders here, about the calling of God. 16 years ago, in the year of 2003, I just got married for two years. I, uh, I have my first kid, Joy, at that moment. And I went back to Indonesia, because I studied in Seattle at that moment. And then without I know, in 2003, I came back with a big dream. I know I'm going to serve God somewhere, maybe to be a youth pastor, uh, whatever had that moment but never in my mind in that year I'm going the pastor of ifgf surabaya so may in 2003 i came back to surabaya with the family three of us and then three months after that i met pastor jimmy during the ifgf conference and then a simple question my leader pastor jimmy asked me ray will you take the leadership of IFJS Rabia. The first question, who am I? (laughs) You know, because I was like 26 years old. And then I asked, when should I answer? Can you answer me by tomorrow? Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's my leader, you know. Uh, Really, God used him to, you know, to be coach and uh, to really uh, give you the maximum potential of yourself, you know. Uh, Really coach, you know, uh, know your strength and then, uh, wow. Yeah, to cut the story short, I uh, take time, maybe one month and then uh, the five months after. But really, every time, every now and then, the question is the same. And the response of us, when God wants to bring you from this place, from your level here to go up, sometimes the first response, who am I? And are you sure you hear it from God, right? <laughs> That's really human. And every now and then, God really wants to expand our capacity. It's not, the story doesn't stop there, but every... Every time, maybe every year, every two years, every three years, God really wants to sharpen the calling. And when you encounter with God, you know, the first response sometimes, or a lot of time, who am I? And about God's name and character. Next. How about this? Exodus 4, verse 1. And Moses answered and said, but suppose they will not believe in me or listen to my voice, suppose they say, "The Lord has not appeared to you." You know, the third concern: fears concerning others. You know? Sometimes we think too much about what others will say about you. Amen? It doesn't matter what others say it's really what God say about you. does really matter. Amen? You know, in this generation, I ask many young people, you know, nobody, you know, used to be like a lot of people put you down, say, you are good for nothing, you cannot do, you are too young, you are too old, you are whatever. You know, but in young generation, I notice, nobody really tell them about their weaknesses, but maybe if they see from Instagram or social media, Someone that really capable, they speak to themselves, wow, I cannot be like him. I, am, I will not be as beautiful as her, you know, self-condemning. You know, that's the generation. When God calls you, you say yes, but when you see the calling of others, you compare yourself with others, then you are really concerned about what others say to you. Amen. But you know, God will use you uniquely. The fact that He called you, He will equip you, He will bless you, and He will process you, uh, bring you into brokenness, and then so you can be uh, maximal for God's kingdom. Fears concerning others. You know, next, about fears concerning His ability. Then Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I'm not eloquent. Neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow in speech and slow of tongue. About ability, you know, I cannot speak. You know, even Jeremiah said, I cannot speak. Even Josiah said, my my mouth is really dirty. I cannot speak rightly. But, you know, I believe that God will equip you, give you the ability. Pray to God, have encounter with God, and you can see if God really wants you to take to the next level. And then this is, you know, fears about the calling. This is classic, but he said, oh my God, please send me the hand, whomever else you may send. In other words, here I am, send him, amen? (laughs) You think that is the problem with your generation? No, that's the problem since Moses' generation. It's nothing new under the sun, I mean. Sometimes, that's our attitude. Hey, you can serve God here. No, here I am, send him. Hey, you are really good in music. You are really good. You can be a worship leader. Oh, I cannot be as good as Arnold. Oh, okay. Here I am sending him, oh, I cannot preach like him. Who told you that you have to be like somebody else, (laughs) amen? Who told you? Because every calling is really unique, but sometimes you miss a lot of opportunity, you know? When I didn't say yes 16 years ago, maybe God will use another person because God's purpose is God's purpose. Whether you want to answer God's calling is up to you. Amen. God's purpose, because it's God's purpose, it's, your, it's because it's God's dream to help people to see, like every nation, tribes, every people, God's safe. But God, the fact that God wants to use you right now, because God wants to use you. Amen. You know, we are saved by Christ. You, know, Ephesians two, verse eight, before the Ephesians verse 10 said that you're saved by Christ means that after you got saved if you are you if you die right now you will go to heaven amen but the fact that God give you the opportunity to live another 70 years another 80 years another 50 years another 100 years maybe because God want to use you amen that's right whom am I here for God want to use you that's the question that you have to have it. That's why after a couple series of conversation, be honest with God, Moses decided to go to Egypt because he was broken by God, you know. Look at Exodus 12, verse 20. Then Moses took his wife. I'm glad. Prince of Egypt. The Moses took his wife and his sons, and set them on the donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. Israelites, born in Egypt, blessed by the father's wife, got the best education in Egypt, really because of one mistake. Moses had to go back to Midian and work for the father-in-law, Jethro, and then at that moment, He thought that his career will end soon, but God never gave up on Moses, amen. (laughs) After a while, broken by God, Moses returned to the land of Egypt, and Moses took the rod of God in his hands. Let me tell you that brokenness involves two things. First, removing inappropriate pride and self-reliance. During brokenness, you know, your vision, your own dream, your own agenda, your own ambition, your own inappropriate pride and self-reliance changed by God because you are building healthy God-reliance. During brokenness, you know, God changed, shifting self-reliance to God-reliance Moses said, who am I? But God said, it doesn't matter who you are. I am with you. It's not who you are, but who I am. Amen? <laughs> because I am with you. Moses said, who are you? When people say, who are you? God said, I am who I am. Moses was too worried about what if they don't listen? But really... God say, "What is in your hand?" You know sometimes we are too concerned what, what other people have, but you know, God is simple as what is in your hand. Amen. What is in your hand? Because these hands is anointed hands. What God has given you is enough to equip, equip you, to go and fulfill God's purpose in your life. Moses said, "I am not eloquent, cast." Who made your mouth? That's broken by God. This is me, send someone else. But God say, I will provide a helper. When you say yes, I will provide the helper. But I'm still calling you to go. I'm still calling you. I'm still calling you. You know, my encounter when I was like 17 years old. God really, during that encounter, God gave me the verses from Jeremiah that you will go to nation, to nations, to nations. But you know what? I'm not good in learning language. I remember my TOEFL like less than 400. I was like seventeen years old. Deep in my heart, I asked, okay, God, if you want me to speak in other languages, give me wife who understands English and Chinese better. That's my prayer. <laughs> but in fact, you. but you know, the fact that I can speak in English, not in Chinese yet, that's because of the grace of God. It's not because of me. It's because of God. But it doesn't, Like one day to do that. Going to some process. Every time you say yes to God, you move closer to the direction of God. So your decision will determine your direction in life. Whether you're closer to God's calling, you know, you got saved by grace. But whether you align with God's purpose and calling, it's up to whatever decision that you have, right? So right now, I encourage each one of us. I believe that Holy Spirit is calling you to give up in order to go up. The real question is, whom am I here for? Honest with God, what is our fear? What is our fear? or our fears? Have a heart that are ready to be broken by God, to have God's purpose in our life.